Hello and welcome back to the Insurance Innovators podcast, where I'm coming to you with an interview recorded on-site at our Insurance Innovators USA conference in Nashville. Today we'll be hearing insights from Andreas Kleiner, the CEO and President of American Modern Insurance Group, and Sudindra Golgali, the VP Head of Innovation and Digital at American Modern, about facing disruption head-on and succeeding in the age of innovation. Stay tuned for their thoughts on how insurers can continue to innovate as financial pressures increase, the priorities that must be kept in mind when defining a digital strategy, and how leaders can promote a strong culture that navigates disruption and facilitates growth. Now, let's get straight into our conversation with Andreas Kleiner and Sudindra Golgali. I'm here at Insurance Innovators USA with Andreas Kleiner, the CEO and President of American Modern, and Sudindra Golgali, the VP and Head of Innovation and Digital at American Modern. Welcome both. Please tell us a little bit more about what you do. Thank you very much, Tian. Uh, so, as I said, my name is Andreas Kleiner. I'm the CEO and President of American Modern. Uh, thanks, Guillen. Uh, my name is Sudindra Galgali. I go by SG. I'm the Head of Innovation and Digital at American Modern. Just to give you a little bit of perspective, American Modern, we are part of the Munich Re Group, uh, the, one of the personal lines entities within the global specialty insurance vertical of Munich Re. Um, our primary business is on the personal line side. We uh, do specialty risks uh, and we work with our business, our distribution partners. So we are a B2B to C business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we primarily go to market through our distribution partners, but we also do direct servicing of our customers uh, when once the policy is sold. So from a, a distribution standpoint, we're B2B to C. From a servicing standpoint, we are B2C. Brilliant. Well, Thanks so much for that. I'm looking forward to getting into this conversation with you both today. To kick off, um, Andreas, I'm curious to hear what issues are at the top of your insurance agenda in 2023? Well, firstly, on the short term, it's managing profitability. And here we, as well as the whole market, are facing a couple of key challenges. Um, Certainly, inflation has been hitting the industry and the industry results very heavily. Climate change, and it is more of a long-term issue, uh, is a challenge, at the same time an opportunity for, for our industry, and we just need to get it right. And last but not least, uh, we're dealing with an almost historically hard market, and to navigate in that hard market certainly is also uh, of uh, ultimate importance for us. If I'm looking at the longer term, um, I would put it this way, we have developed our Ambition 2025. Uh, it consists of six pillars. Uh, And this is what we are constantly working on, uh, and that's part of our uh, agenda. And those six pillars for us are product-focused, being digitally enabled, customer centricity, operational efficiency and automation, data-driven, so everything related to AI uh, and advanced analytics, and to be an employer of choice. Uh, And if I would have to single out one of those six pillars, I would say the key focus for us is on being digitally enabled. You know, at the moment within in 2023, the past few years, we've clearly been in a period of real rapid change. There's so much going on at the moment. Uh, You know, there's digital disruption, inflation, geopolitical risk, climate change. Uh, Andreas, how can insurers prepare in the face of all of these emerging risks? What's your perspective on that? I would put it this way, foresight and proactiveness uh, combined with strong and disciplined uh, uh, enterprise risk management. If I think, for instance, of the example of Silicon Valley Bank, it was almost like a picture book failure of very fundamental basic principles of risk management, uh, which brought uh, the bank down. Uh, So I can't stress enough uh, to have that uh, disciplined uh, foundational enterprise risk management. 
Now, you were talking about a couple of points, uh, Gian. Um, digital disruption, I see that as more of a medium to long-term um, disruption potential. And you should have your long-term digital transformation agenda available and ready, and then execute on it year by year by year. So it's more like a marathon than it is a short sprint. Inflation is more on the long-term, uh, short-term disruption potentials. You need to have your fingers on the pulse and you need to react quickly and decisively uh, to what's happening in the marketplace. It's very difficult to predict uh, and difficult to be proactive, um, hence. You can only react, but you should have some of the key scenarios possibly in your drawers, so like for instance the China-Taiwan conflict and what that would mean for, uh, for the economy, so that if something like that would happen that you can pull the drawer open and try to activate your reaction plan. Yeah, and you know, we touched a little bit about inflation as well and, and, and financial pressures are increasing for insurers uh, as, as much as everyone else. So. SG, I'm curious to hear your opinion on this. How can innovation continue to be fostered as these financial pressures increase for insurers? Yeah, again, that is actually a great question of short-term versus long-term balance. Right. So, you know, a few things I would say that insurers need to keep in mind. Uh, first is you need to focus on incremental innovation that's focused on the primary value chain. So don't try to swing for the fences, go for the moon charts right away, uh -huh. look at incremental ways of getting there. Um, the second thing I would say is lead with the challenge or the opportunity you are trying to address versus pursuing the shiny object. Mm -hmm. With uh, technology coming in, with a lot of the new insurtechs, new solutions, it's very easy, especially if you're trying to reach a target very quickly, it's very easy to go run after the shiny object. Don't do that. Focus on your co core objective and what you're trying to solve. Yeah. Also have a build-by partner strategy to help drive efficient execution. If you don't have that, you're really... Uh, when it comes to solutioning, you don't know what's the best way to go after it, what's the core niche versus where you need to partner. Yeah. I would also say tie opportunity areas to overall organizational strategy and individual business unit and functional strategies. In other words, every functional area has an objective to achieve tied to larger objectives. If you're able to align with that, you are able to drive innovation a lot more quickly in the organization because now you have partners, business partners, that are able to sustain this and able to support you through the process. Also, like I said earlier, you need to play the long game mm -hmm. uh, and protect the innovation investment. Many a times, a lot of the innovation activities that you do are going to, be, uh, are going to take some time to get there. So you have to protect that investment. You have to make sure that it doesn't get thrown to the dogs, if you will, right away, and it creates a challenge for it to survive. So protect that investment, and then one way to do that could be to create a dedicated team that is focused uh, on day-to-day -day, uh, activities on innovation so that the other operational activities don't cannibalize it. So I would say the overall way to summarize this would be have a intentional focus on driving innovation capabilities within the organization partnering with the rest of the organization and bringing everybody along. That, that's one way to, to make sure that you're able to drive innovation forward. Yeah, and to continue on this topic about, uh, we've been discussing the economic downturn and how it's affecting different parts of the insurance industry. Uh, Andreas, I'm curious to hear, how do you think the economic downturn will affect digital in particular? Uh, where will we see delays? Where will we see acceleration? Well, that's difficult to predict. Mm -hmm. My best guess at the moment, I would expect a certain delay not much of a delay, uh, because companies may not be experiencing the same growth rates as they are enjoying right now, 
which in turn leads to tighter expense management. And the second reason why I think uh, that we will have a certain delay, a lot of uh, the digitalization and um, uh, digital advances are driven by the insurtech players. Uh, certainly facing a rough time at the moment. There are profitability challenges, not living up to the expectations. We saw valuations coming down fairly significantly, layoffs by quite a number of uh, players. But certainly also when we look at the whole uh, macroeconomic environment at the moment, we see interest rates going up. Uh, so looking at the venture capital that normally supports uh, insurtech, uh, all in a sudden you do see other investment avenues which give you a, a, a good a return profile so that we see more and more capital moving elsewhere. And last but not least, a very hard reinsurance market, and a lot of the insurtechs rely very heavily uh, on reinsurance. So I would uh, think that we have a cool-off period for some time in the insurtech market. Absolutely. And, and to discuss a little bit more about digital and, and particularly strategy, which is, which is crucial, uh, SG, when defining your digital strategy, what should the priorities be? Yeah, that's a great question as well. Um, I would say, you know, every incumbent carrier is at a different stage of where uh, they are and how they can proceed forward. Yeah. So I would say, you know, for you to get to where you want to go, you have to start by focusing on the insurance delivery value chain. Mm -hmm. um, that's where you meet your customer and that's where um, the difference can be made. Um, also start with the end in mind. Um, what are the strategic objectives and why is this important for you as a carrier? You know, competitive differentiation, being relevant in the marketplace, you know, in the next five years, customer expectations, a lot of those things play into that. Define the long-term roadmap and drive it from a sustainability standpoint. Sustainability in the form of whatever change you're driving the organization has to be long-term and has to stick. Yeah. So it's very important to be intentional about it. Uh, and then as you begin the roadmap, you have to focus on developing the foundations first. You know, this is critical for, like I said, the sustainability of this transformational investment. Putting in the foundational component helps provide you the platform to then develop additional capabilities later on. So the foundational st stuff is pretty important. Understand your customer needs and expectations. So build your strategies to deliver on such changing expectations. Gone are the days when the carrier only thought about it from a carrier standpoint. Now you have to think about it from your customer's perspective, what they're expecting and how they need the service to be delivered. And finally, it is very, very, very important to understand that digital strategy is not just a bunch of technology capabilities that are thrown over the wall and delivered. It is a people process and a technology transformation. It lays the foundation on the Laying the foundation of the people and process transformation is important for that digital capability, the digital transformation to stick and for you to reap the benefits over the long term. SG, you just touched on the fundamental importance of the, the people when it comes to having facilitating growth and, and, and this, this strategy. So Andreas, I was curious, how can leaders promote a strong culture uh, within a company that can navigate disruption and facilitate growth? When Andy Grove was CEO of Intel quite a while ago, um, his leadership style was labeled as managing by paranoia. I like that. Um, you should always look outside and see whether there's anything that can disrupt it. Never get complacent, never rest on your laurel. And then be decisive if you see certain uh, data points popping up uh, to react on that. 
But I would tone it down a bit. I wouldn't call it management, but by paranoia. To be paranoia, uh, to be paranoid internally, maybe very toxic. Uh, you should keep a cool head. Um, be paranoid behind the closed doors of your boardroom, but never towards your workforce. Um, secondly, to promote a culture that focuses on the need of innovation uh, is critically important to drive your company forward. Uh, the innovation is vital for our industry, and you see it, for instance, also with rating agencies. More and more rating agencies uh, in their rating process uh, put in a factor uh, for your ability to innovate. Uh, that becomes part and parcel of uh, your rating that you would get. At the same time, you need to be intentional about how you manage innovation in, you, uh, in your process. Don't try to disrupt from within uh, and ask uh, a certain department, for instance, to disrupt themselves, uh, as she mentioned it, with cannibalization. What we do at American Modern is uh, we always work along a nice saying from Peter Drucker where he said, innovation is like a newborn baby. You need to protect it until it's grown up enough um, to compete with the big boys or big go uh, girls. Uh, so ring fence it, uh, let it mature, and then when it's, once it's mature, uh, then let's pass it over and become an own uh, business field. And last but not least, growth. You cannot shrink yourself to greatness. Growth is vital, and without growth, there's simply no success. And I think if you balance those different factors uh, successfully, you promote a strong culture uh, that navigates disruption and facilitates growth. Some brilliant analogies there. And Andreas SG, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate the insights that you shared uh, and have a great rest of your time here at Insurance Innovators USA. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Guillaume. Thanks so much for listening to our conversation with Andreas Kleiner and Sudindra Galgali. For more insights, come along to our Insurance Innovators USA event taking place in Nashville again next year. Stay tuned for exact dates to be announced and head to marketforcelive.com forward slash insurance dash innovators for more information. This has been the Insurance Innovators podcast, bringing the future of insurance directly to you. Until next time. <laughs>